Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. I'm a little disappointed, Nathan's got the show on the road. What's up? A little disappointed. Your your COVID was way less dramatic than my COVID. Yeah, it's kind of boring. I f- I feel like you're disappointed. I'm a little bit. Uh, to be honest, I'm deeply disappointed. There I mean, I, I I'm not saying that you know I wanted to get full blown. COVID respirator, the whole shebang. Sure. That's horrible. And to anyone that went through that, I'm so sorry. But I had like, if I, okay, basically if I, if I didn't do that test in the morning on the morning. So, okay. Yeah. Ca- catching up you guys. Nathan got COVID. I got COVID like what? F- five days ago. Uh-huh. I got COVID five days ago and it was pretty much done in 48 hours. But, um, I'm starting to think it was like a false positive. I genuinely thought maybe, so too. But maybe you like secretly drew the red line, the second red line. <laughs> I thought so too, but that's why I checked at least twice every day because I was right. just so like, what the fuck? Um, anyway, um, if it wasn't for the test that I did in the morning, I probably would never have known. And you were just taking it out of like, did you have an event? Like, why did you take a test that day? Just because you've testing... been surrounded. By... No, no, I've just been testing regularly because okay. I think it's the responsible thing to do. But like. Um, that was just a routine test. I, I don't even think it was... There was no impetus behind it. It was just kind huh. of like, I'm like, going to test. And then, fuck. Oh, positive. Uh, what do I do now? Uh, oh, wait, no. I remember now. Yeah. Um, I was uh, doing some renovations at the at the studio uh, nearby. And um, I just thought I would check in the morning. It was literally... I, I was out of the house around like, like 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. And I just thought I'd do a test. I was already out, and then I got positive, and I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I cannot be out in public right now. Immediately just go back home, lock myself in the room, tell everybody in my family that um, the shit's gotten real. And then 48 hours, it's like, yeah, I I kept expecting it to, like, hit me. I kept expecting it to, like, change something in my, my, my general person, but... Nothing. You felt nothing. You were completely asymptomatic? I had like a bit of a cough, but I've had a cough for the last Everyone's like a cough. month. Yeah, like I've had a bit of a because co- I fell sick two two and a half three weeks ago, uh-huh. and that was pretty bad. Yeah. I thought that was COVID because I had like a cough, I had a fever, I had body aches, everything. Weird. But like a week's worth of negative tests. That's so weird. Yeah, but then when I tested positive, close to nothing. It was the only annoyance was that I had to isolate in the room, I guess. But then like. After like a day of doing that, I I thought to myself, wait, I don't have to isolate. Everyone else in my house has gotten COVID already, so like I yeah. Anyway, um, you still should isolate. Yeah, I know. I didn't like isolate in my room. Yeah, that yeah, was a little yeah. bit unnecessary. Um, but you know, I guess just I just wanted to be part of the club. Fair. <laughs> so I did forty eight hours of isolation, uh, 
Um, I've and it, even then, it was in the comfort of my own home. It's not even long enough Dude, to get used to being isolated. That's so quick. Yeah, it, that was pretty much just like you know, and like like a like a depressive week, <laughs> like <laughs> two days. Yeah, not too different. Spending forty eight hours inside a room. Um, but yeah, man. I guess that's the benefit of getting boosted, of getting vaxxed, of yeah, getting man. all the shots. Um, because I experienced almost nothing. I got sicker from whatever it is. I got sick from two weeks ago. That's crazy. And um, yeah, not going to lie. Slightly disappointed. I th- but yeah, I was going to say. But at the same time, um, like my general fear and paranoia of COVID, it kind of went away yeah. like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, when yeah. my mom got it. Right. Because she was the most vulnerable person in the house um, because she has a history of like lung issues and a yeah. cough and all that. It, it wasn't so bad for her either, right? She was just That's like, the thing. It really wasn't. Um, it hit my with your dad, dad worse. A little bit worse. Okay. It hit my dad worse, but like not in a bad way. He still didn't have to go to the doctors or anything. He just had a cough that I could hear through the walls. <laughs> but um, after my mom got COVID, then my dad got COVID a few days later, Like my anxiety and fear of it pretty much just dissipated because that was my main concern. Yeah. I didn't, I I know if I was living by myself, like just completely alone, I wouldn't give two shits if I got COVID. What about your brother and his wife? Did they they get it? He got it. They, yes, they got it too, but from somewhere else. Right. Because, okay, the rough timeline of it was mom got it first. Yeah. Uh, dad got it two days later. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, brother and fiance who are about to get married were like, oh shit, let's leave the house or else we're going to get COVID yeah. and we're getting married soon. So they left the house to, to do a staycation for a couple days until COVID left the house. Um, on day two of their <laughs> staycation, they got COVID from somewhere else. They probably got it from your mom still. It could take a while. Um, but she two, isolated. Two days. But she isolated immediately still, after. Uh, and their rooms th- are possible. not. And their rooms are far apart. It's definitely possible. I mean, that's you. You can never know. I guess. But anyway, okay. It's in the air, literally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was, it was a very like brief, uh, uh, anticlimactic episode with COVID. I thought we were going to bond and be like, yeah, how terrible day three, right? Did your sense of smell go? No, this is just like fucking as always, Nathan just blessed (laughs) (laughs) fucking privileged little bitch. That's mean. Sorry. Or it's just good immunity. Yeah, fine. And you're all fit and whatnot. It's just, it's just decent immunity. I, I, I'm, I'm not as healthy as I usually am. But I have been like supplementing, and yeah. I have been eating slightly better than I used to. That's good. I'm just not exercising as much. But I think the supplementing and the healthy diet kind of just, you know, that's good. Kept things nice and even. Who we? I'm obsessed with exercising now, which is not something I thought I'd say. Yeah, yeah, dude. I go like I go six days a week to boxing. That's that's, that's <laughs> great. No, I'm really happy for you because like the, the that's kind of the sweet spot where you're kind of low key addicted yeah. to like the the exercise. Like I'm 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 kind of ha- I was talking to someone earlier. I was like, oh, uh, it's kind of nice that on Sundays the last the the last class of the day is at 11 a.m. Like it's too early for me. So right. I mean, I can go if I wanted to, but it's like easier to be like, oh, okay, I'll rest. <laughs> but yeah, man, fucking going six days a week Should and like, probably like also figure out like a healthier way to go about it because even. Even like athletes take like, you know, yeah, but uh, pacing but and breaks at the same and all that time, stuff. A, a class is forty five minutes. Oh, okay, okay. So okay, you know, okay, it's not okay. crazy. It's not like a crazy, crazy long right, session. Right, I mean, right, I'll right. lift afterwards, but it's yeah. no more than like an hour and fifteen. 
That's Total. amazing. Like, so, yeah, like the, the the best the best place to be is to be kind of addicted to exercise. Is one of the few things that you know. It's it's. I guess it's okay to be addicted to. Yeah, <laughs> and like not to be one of those culty people, but it's like I'm also making friends there. Like we chat. And it's always like really nice to see. No, them. That's, that's, that's a cool. That's a very natural progression of how things should go. Yeah. Um. You know, if you go to like a regular place and like form those like roots wherever it is you go. Man, it's been a while since I was like, "Calm down, dude. Come on down." Obsessed with exercise, like, yeah, it's been a good long while. I can't Come remember. The, I can't remember the last time, but I do remember there was a time, once upon a time, where I was just hooked onto like physical activity, the exercise, seeing the results, mm-hmm. that feedback loop that was um, just always very encouraging. Yeah, I don't think I've ever worked out this hard that I could see results so fast. Mm. That's the thing. Like, I feel different. Like, I feel like my... Hey, my arms are closer to my body because I lost, like, arm <laughs> fat. <laughs> oh, you do look narrower? Thank you. Yes. I've lost... I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm always hesitant to say because of, like, one, it's like... You know, they say, like... Well, first of all, like, I'm, I'm putting it out there so people, like, expect it to keep going down. Right. But also, like... You get that dopamine hit of like, yeah, I made progress that you kind of like slip, like ease off the pedal, but not feeling pretty good. I'm lo- yeah. I've lost uh, five kilos right. since the beginning of February, so yeah. like a kilo a week. So, see, keep like, it up, baby. I'm only comfortable talking about like your physical appearance and all that because you're you're bringing it up as yeah, a yeah I'm happy I'm talking, to bring it up. Yeah, but like, man, some people as are, as a society, yeah, in general. Oh, where's he going with this? As a society, I we, swear to God, Nathan's getting close and closer. Just a red pillar every week. You guys notice that? <laughs> just I? a Republican. Joe Rogan is right. Okay, anyway, please go ahead. <laughs> I feel like I've never, ever dealt in absolutes. No, see, that's important. That's, that's the thing. Like, I think this misconception of, like, um, what do you even call it nowadays? Like, right and left. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Trump, anti- whatever it is. Yeah. I think, like, too much of it tries to deal in absolutes. That's and I true. feel like every time, that is the part of it that frustrates me. It's the decimation of the moderates. Yes. There's no more moderates. That's the part that that's the part that makes me like fired up. And because it, it, it you literally see it in every walk of life and every topic. Yeah. That everyone wants to deal in absolutes, and we all know as human beings that's not how life works. Yeah. Yet we get into arguments and fights and like theological conundrums because we're dealing in absolutes in every single yeah, argument like, we have everyone talks about blue and red but no one talks about gray yeah i don't know man um but yeah so if if anyway. if, if, if that <laughs> vitriol ever leaks out you know that that's the root of it it's just because i get so frustrated with people arguing with things in absolutes and like not really acknowledging or wanting to acknowledge the nuances i believe everyone knows that there are nuances it just can't be fucked to yes <laughs> learn about them anyway anyway i feel like you're gearing up to take on people in the body positivity movement go ahead no 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 <laughs> so the thing i was gonna say um about talking about uh weight talking about physical appearance i just really want to phase out commenting on any of that in general like, mm. like so you, oh, you actually don't want to talk about it where did you think i was going <laughs> i don't know i thought you were gonna say people are fat and they should no i literally <laughs> i literally just told you that i i'm i feel okay to talk about your physical appearance yeah, yeah, because yeah. you brought it up as a topic and you know, we're close enough yeah you're talking about old school people be like hey you, you gained weight oh, hey, i'm talking you lost about weight. everybody yeah. dude yeah, not yeah, even yeah. old school i feel like like so many people especially in this asian society like like it's it's almost like a greeting like hey you lost weight huh? oh you gain weight huh? oh you yeah, bit yeah, chubbier yeah. now huh? oh wow you're, looking, you're skinnier than uh, all that stuff it's not the greatest and i'm guilty of the positive side which i'm starting to realize it's actually not that great I'll yeah like, hey, it's not man, that look, great either because you it's look like, great. Yeah, you look yeah. great so how did they look last week before you know or like, like what if i don't say it next time <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know what i mean exactly i just think that commenting on those things should be reserved for like just people that you know for sure can Use it 
or like if it's a close enough person that you're genuinely concerned for yeah, yeah, like yeah. say they lost a dramatic amount of weight due yeah, to yeah, whatever yeah. and you're like what hey man are you okay that kind of thing oh, you mean but, like someone who's like looks like they're in deep depression yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that's I think that's somewhat you know valid if you're close enough to the person to yeah. like honestly broach the topic and be like hey man you've been looking kind of like rough lately like you, if you yeah. somehow in like the 2010s knew Christian Bale but didn't know he was an actor yeah like that kind of thing like dude yeah. whoa dude Whoa! Yes, okay, are you are you becoming a machinist? Are you okay? Um, but yeah, like it's just such a commonplace thing to hear, and I hear it a lot in my yeah. life. Yeah, like just in general, and it, I know it fucks with my my own like self image and my own just kind of body dysmorphia that I've had since I was a teenager. Do you legit have body dysmorphia? Oh yeah, full on. I feel but, like that's more common than I people realize. It's more common in this society, I feel, because you like basically. Like every reunion dinner you go to or any social function that you go to, yeah. someone feels like the need to comment on your physical appear, your 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 weight, your like whether you've gained weight, whether yeah, you've yeah, lost yeah, yeah, it, whether you know all those things, and or like oh you look you uh you've been looking very fit lately, yeah, those those kinds of things like where it's where it's just like. I don't know. It's like I, I feel like as a society, we can just start to leave that alone because it just does not do healthy things to to to, to the self image. Like um, I was, I was visit over Chinese New Year a few few weeks ago. I was mm-hmm. visited by um, some three ghosts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was visited by, from some cousins, and they're at that awkward teenage phase right now. Yeah. They're all they're like fifteen, sixteen, and like the first thing my parents said. And they saw them was wow gain weight huh? and I was like fuck like sh- like they say that to me all the time but you know I can I I, I just tank it and just kind of like absorb it into my psyche <laughs> because it's just like there's an imprint and I'm used to it yeah but um man like I I, I had to tell them like can you like don't like, and then what do they say and they're just like yeah they just kind of laughed it off like I, I know I know what I said is not going to change them <laughs> yeah. But I, I just felt the need to bring it up. They weren't like, um, fuck you. No, no, no. They were just kind of like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So they, in, in their own way, they acknowledge that it's actually kind of, it is kind of messed up? Well, I mean, yeah. I, but like, but I use the word acknowledge very lightly. I, I just brought it up. It was touch and go. And right, then, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't get into it, into it. All right. But, so where do you fall on similar cousins being like, hey, you got taller? I guess height is fine because <laughs> it's not something that you <laughs> There's control. There's no negative or positive. Yeah. IP, I guess. Yeah. Like height is not something that you can control unless like you just constantly reinforce to someone that, that hey, you're really fucking short. <laughs> like maybe that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, th- that said, if you tell like a 35 year old, hey, you got taller, they would probably be concerned. <laughs> like how did I? Or what? excited. Yeah. Boo, <laughs> puberty finally kicking in. But yeah, it's just, it's so commonplace. It's so ingrained in our communication, in our society. I have friends mm-hmm. who, like, I just know when I see them, that's going to come up. Yeah. Because it's just such an obsession sometimes. Yeah. Like, uh, especially, like, people that are constantly saying, like, oh, I'm so fat. Oh, I need to go on a diet. Mm. And then they, that's also kind of how they see the world. And that's how they start viewing the world. Mm. Like, I know full-on people that, like, that's their rubric of judging a person. Their at, physical appearance. At least the 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 first thing that they go to mm. you know like when you bring up somebody from like secondary school or something well, well yeah you've seen him lately fat. he's yeah. so yeah. yeah he's so fat and i was like Pfft. it's just 
like it hurts me because it hurts me yeah, you know like yeah, it has yeah, yeah, it yeah. hurt it's hurt me historically i know how, like that it hurts me i know that it fucks up my perceptions of myself i know that on the darker days that it doesn't go to a healthy place so when you hear it everywhere else and it, you 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 feel it so prevalent in people's communications it's like man how the fuck do we phase this out yeah like, how do we get rid of this like because I think you have to write a song. Because it's not always with bad intentions, or it's never with bad intentions. It's, bad intentions is a song. You should write a song. <laughs> it's rarely ever with bad intentions. It's just that, like, it's become as uh, commonplace as like asking someone, like, "Have you had lunch? Have you had dinner? Yeah. Oh, you've gained weight. Oh, you don't look at you. Know, you look you look skinnier on TV, or you look fatter on TV." I think that's more specific to quite, me. but <laughs> quite, <laughs> but. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's just that's just, that, it's just no. Something that's a that big thought, and I I totally it just agree bothers with me you. regularly. And I, I will agree with you. I'm gonna try to stop because yeah, I did it. I did it like not too long ago. Like I saw a friend after I was like, "Man, you look great," and yeah. like because you know I was trying to support that. But you're right; it is kind of messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe hmm. just say like nice shirt. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like. Because they want to celebrate, I guess. But then it's also like a thing where, okay, and this is coming from like like just my perspective, someone that has like up and down body dysmorphia that comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Like when someone, when I hear consistently that like I've lost weight, and like that almost always comes from someone telling me that I look like I've gained weight, and then I go on like a weird obsession of trying to subtly lose weight, mm-hmm. and then someone tells me that I've lost weight, and then that goes into a different cycle of like. Oh, we're okay. I'm 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 like good to just like binge some Doritos right now, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but feel like if that communication was never made, or if that synapse a, was never like fired, it's like unsolicited advice, something like that. Yeah. You know, like it's like I know that someone telling me that I've lost weight makes me feel good about myself, and therefore I'm going to take that. But oh fuck, okay, let me try to break this down. Someone telling me that I've lost weight makes me feel good about myself, but it it makes me feel good because I consciously tried to lose weight because somebody previously told me I gained weight. Oh, it's a vicious cycle. And it's a vicious fucking cycle. That's the thing. And if then someone everyone, would be like, hey, you gained weight. Like, if oh, everyone just go. shut the fuck up, you know, because <laughs> like we see ourselves in the mirror every day. We know pretty much like where we're at, but like to have it reinforced. I feel like that's where the unhealthiness comes in. Again, I'm not saying that you should never comment on anybody's, like, especially if like something extreme is happening and you yeah, feel yeah, the yeah. need to step in. But other but than it's that, the casual ones, it's the casual the ones. ones. It's the casual ones that are just like little ninja bombs that it's like, like man, it's explode. Been, it's been raining a lot, and your waistline is expanding. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been raining. Yeah. Oh, traffic was crazy, and you were fucking fat. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not a fan. What should we get for dinner? Like twenty pieces of fried chicken, you fucking lard. <laughs> Seems like that's what you eat. Uh, yeah, no, I feel you. I feel I'm you. just hoping that the people listening to this become more conscious about it the next time they do feel the insatiable, um, like, impulse to comment on somebody's like weight loss or weight gain Mm -hmm. because it's a very personal process Mm -hmm. it's again you see yourself in the mirror every morning when you wake up you know what your body is going through you're extremely aware or actually sometimes you're not i'll push against that a little bit because like because i see myself in the mirror every day yeah i don't really notice it yeah but then when people like again close friends are like dude you lost weight i'm like oh thanks 
Now, yeah. it, it's in other words, it's my way of tracking progress. Yeah. But I feel you. I feel you. I think because yeah. the casual ones are just the casual ones. But if it, if people are like, hey, I want to, I've been following you on social media, even though I don't post, and I see you're working hard, and it's paying off. Yeah. Like from a real friend like that, that that makes sense. That's cool. And then they go like, if you gain your weight back, I won't like you. Like that's a big, <laughs> that's a problem. But don't you ever get the thing where when when enough people tell you you've lost weight, you feel like you can just kind of like. Hey, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just going to keep the pedal in the metal. Yeah. But that's that's what I like. That's why it's kind of like, for me, it, it's a very positive cycle because I go to boxing to lose weight. and then But also I just go to boxing because it's so fucking fun. Mm-hmm. So as long as it's fun, which I don't see it getting not fun. Yeah. Unless I get knocked on my fucking ass. Right. Um, yeah, it's going to be just, I'll just continue. It's it's super fun. Also, by the way, if you guys want to, uh, want to come fight down, him. try it. Yeah, if you want to <laughs> fight me, you want to jump in the ring with me, come down to the ring boxing community in Kim Yam Road. I, I'm there every twelve fifteen. Fucking fight me, <laughs> bro. Somebody is gonna take up that challenge. That'd be so funny. Fucking Stephen Lim is gonna come down and kill like, you. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it's good. It's that'd good be stuff. a fun crossover. Good hang versus Stephen Lim. He's the history guy. No, who's Stephen Lim? Stephen Lim That's is so terrible that um he uh was. He he kind of ripped off William Hung's whole shtick on, uh, on Singapore Idol. Oh, that guy. Sorry, yeah, like yeah, Like, once yeah, upon yeah, a time. Yeah. And then he's kind of been riding that whole wave uh, for the last 20 years. Now he's and, like super ripped. Um, yeah, now he's super ripped. Um, and also, like, I think four, five years ago, he did a celebrity boxing match. He killed a guy. And the person died shortly after. He had, like, a heart issue, right? Yes. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, I tell you, man, there's nothing more tiring than fucking boxing. It's crazy. My heart rate goes to the 175. Yeah, but points. also Stephen Lim, like, technically... He murdered was, him. Re- ...was responsible for... Manslaughter. ...death. Yeah, and it's pretty bad. It's, that still boggles my mind, that that was a thing that happened. Because if you know who the Stephen Lim character is... Dude, yeah, it's like if William Hung killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, um, rip. But yeah, congratulations on the exercise. I'll keep it up. I'll keep it up. Yeah, man. But yeah, you're Just right. I probably should. I probably should levels. talk about it too much. Because yeah. Oh no, I Just think it's completely it. fine. No, no, dude. Like it's completely fine to be proud of your journey, and like talking to people about your journey. It's when it, it's it's more just like feeling like it's your right or your responsibility to comment on somebody yeah, else's yeah, yeah. like the unsolicited unsolicited part of like commenting on someone's physical appearance yeah. when I, I, it's I said, a very personal thing no i totally get that yeah. i guess i'm saying i don't want to talk about it or i want to get to a place where it's not a big thing because the closer i make it to like that's just who i am like to make it like less of a big thing oh trust me dude like you know? like if you ever get like super ripped it's all you're ever going to talk about oh, that's so true <laughs> i made a promise that the first the i, I don't post on social media but the, the next photo i post is going to be a thirst pick yeah Ooh. just sweat glistening off Glisten. my abs <laughs> like fucking chris pratt but not as well, probably yeah well um so yeah that was just my this general health talk, I guess. That's a, <laughs> I suppose. That's where we are health wise. <clears throat> oh man. Yeah, I think it would help with a lot of like the general public's mental health if everyone just stopped that shit. You think there'd be like a fucking like MRT slogan, like MRT, uh, which we call it, like a program? No, what do we call it? Like campaign. A campaign. Like Sorry, a campaign. campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all campaigns happen in MRTs. <laughs> they do, <laughs> like the important ones. Yeah, you know, like. What is it? Charity and and the kindness line, all that shit. Yeah, don't say that. Don't tell a person that they're fat. Mm-hmm. Shut your trap. You shouldn't tell them that. Wait, wait, wait. 
don't talk about weight. <laughs> Damn, I should that's a good this. one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I should do this for a living. Yeah, man. I don't. Um, yeah. So how was your week, man? Yeah, good, good, good. Pretty chill. Um, I don't know. What do I have to talk about? <laughs> nothing really. Uh, just been like you came prepared with nothing. I I always <laughs> do. That's my thing. Uh, no. Oh, so remember I told you um, I cut off Steam. That's continued. Haven't touched a video game in like three months, oh, three right. weeks. Right. <laughs> what? Yeah, Steam. Not the the concept of water vapor, but the computer video game thing. Cut off Steam just sounds like a phrase, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm cutting off some Steam. Oh yeah, letting off some Steam. Yeah. <laughs> Feel you. No, no. I removed Steam from my computer from the front page of my computer. And yeah, it's weird how productive you can be when you do that. Just the front page? Yeah, it's still there. It's right. still installed. How, but how much video games are you playing? Like so, like civilization in the background kind of thing, or XCOM, or like uh, the, like little train games, like little fucking like build a train station, <laughs> like just ways to while away the day. Yeah, but yeah, no, a solid hour or two per day mm. it adds up. Yeah, and especially when you're lying and it's like three or four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I've been working hard. I've been taking a screenwriting class that's been really good. Nice. I've been enjoying that. Just working on that, trying to put together a screenplay for that, and yeah, just working hard, man. But yeah, no, it's just it's just weird. Where, like, I mean, the only game I'll play is Wordle. Still on that Wordle kick. Yeah. But, yeah, it's weird how much time, how you can just get time back is what I'm saying. Is it, like, how much how much doing stupid shit that doesn't help, it aid, like, hinders your product productivity? But also, like, variety is the key, I believe. Sure. And, like, diversification. Yes. It's the spice of life. It is. Because, like, I feel like if you are just doing one thing, um... And let's say, for example, that one thing is like you're binging Netflix, or yeah, for yeah, example. Yeah. Time is going to absolutely zoom just past suck it away. after the f- second hour because you're just stuck in this same activity that like hour three, hour, like hour one and hour two might pass a, a little bit slowly, but hour three, hour four, hour five, that mm-hmm. shit's going to just like fly by. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to like if you just kind of like set aside time, like I'm going to do this for an hour, I'm going to do this for an hour, I'm going to do this for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then once that's all done, maybe you binge something. I don't know. Yeah. But like... It's it, yeah. It just it just keeps like the the momentum going, you know. And I feel like that momentum can stop real dead in its tracks the moment you do you fall into something that is either a habitual kind of salve, mm-hmm. you know, be it uh, gaming, be it uh, watching YouTube, going into YouTube rabbit holes, sure. be it like whatever. Sure. And I'm guilty for all of those. That's why I know very much that like the best way to kind of counteract it is to just literally do anything else. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like literally do anything else and then like kind of like retrain your brain into like getting out of this loop. Yeah. You know? Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've also been on like a similar thing, like because I, I think I mentioned the last episode that I've been having weird depressive episodes, mm-hmm. and that always finds me like just going into time tunnels of mm-hmm. like just bullshit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and yeah, like it's ridiculous because like I'm sure everyone can relate to this, but like an hour of work and an hour of leisure, very different, very different hours, very different, <laughs> very different like relativity of it is just like completely off yeah but um yeah like i i i found a lot of value in just forcing myself to engage in something completely different be it work or a different form of leisure that Mm -hmm. like you know was would serve me a bit better yeah than just like lying in bed and watching something it's kind of silly but i guess boxing has kind of replaced my 
game time, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Just Gamifying exercise is always a great like, Dude, I yeah. couldn't do anything else. Like, you asked me to cross it, no. You asked me to go running, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> but yeah, you make it like... Uh, yeah, gamified, I guess is a good way to point it. I mean, it's a sport. Yeah. It's 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 as mentally stimulating as it is physically stimulating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, what, that's, that's basically, in a nutshell, why I can stick with it so easily. Because, mm-hmm. like, fucking running, it's just like, okay, I'm running. It's like, yeah. you know what? Fucking cats can run. It's no big deal. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I went with cats. Right. Except fuck cats. Um, and, yeah, and lifting weights, it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, that's the way to get progress and stuff. And But, yeah, nothing is mentally stimulating until you play, like, a sport. mm I mean, it's so stupid. I never really thought about that till now. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, just like exercise, like it boosts your endorphin levels yeah. and everything, and it just kind of like counteracts moving in general. Just yeah. counteracts like depressive feelings. I exactly. Feel. No, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Fuck. You know. Speaking of fucking cats, dude, I'm looking for an Airbnb for when I go to New York, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is illegal. But whatever. Really? Yeah. Technically, like. New York has like really strong rent controls, right? Right. So right, right, like, right, right, that's right. how it's connected, and yet there's tons of places on. New York Airbnb. was kind of like the birthplace of like makes sense, right? Like Airbnb, yeah, like short term. Well, probably wasn't the birthplace, whatever. but like I, I, I remember the like the first time I heard of Airbnb was when I was in New York. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, fuck, dude. Everywhere I want to stay has goddamn cats. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm like, this place looks amazing. Yeah, I get my own bathroom. Blah, blah, blah. Have a cat. Her name is Batman. His partner is Robin. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> is New York? What do yeah. you expect? But not cats. I don't know. Is cats is cat ownership in New York a thing? I don't know. Or rats. I, I know there's rat. Maybe it's to keep away the rats. When I think huh. New York and pets, empty apartment, okay, and crazy old lady, and twenty cats. Yeah, I mean that's every. Where though I don't know. <laughs> Weirdly, the police, the apartments I am looking at are tend to be owned by women. I don't know if that's a thing, but yeah, mm-hmm. they're cat ladies. I don't know. There's no such. There's hyperallergenic dogs, right? I would. Okay, you know what? But not like, cats. Y- you can choose to not do this, but okay, <laughs> I would 100 percent still just do go it. for it. Yeah, just go for it. Just like bring a lot of antihistamines because cats are kind of great. Like yeah, especially if you don't have to like feed it. Especially if you're not the one responsible for the right, cat. Because, you know, right. like, uh, not to but say I'm, that you, that's how ideal animal-human relationship should be. You should take care of your animals. But especially because it's not your responsibility, they're just cute little things that you can watch do silly things. Y- and yeah. if you take hypoallergenic, um, uh, like, all your you know, antihistamines and all that, you should be fine. I don't know, dude. It's like, how you know, it's like, what a great way to ruin a vacation by fucking going to the hospital. Or look an at American this, hospital. Or like, think of it this way: like, you wake up in the morning, and like, no you, got a little, cats. you got like a little cat, like making biscuits on your on your tummy <laughs> while you're sleeping. Is making biscuits a thing, or are you? Is that what's that? It's like a, you know when they when they do the massage thing that cats do. No, that's this. Is how little I know about cats. Have you? Do have you never seen like cats do this thing where like they will just like knead at your. Soft bits. They call it. You call it making biscuits. That's what. That's what the the popularized term is. Okay. But yeah, like they just kind of knead at your soft bits. They do this to other cats, but they also do it to humans. Usually on your belly, on your leg, mm-hmm. something. But it's like a sign of affection. I think. Won't be very affectionate when I fucking live them a left hook to their <laughs> face. <laughs> Get your I'm a, allergies I'm a, out of here. I'm a huge fan of cats. I like dogs. Like I like your dog. <laughs> I also like that she doesn't give me breathing issues. Yeah. But yeah, I was doing a basic research, and apparently, while there are less allergenic cats, 
There's mm-hmm. no hyperallergenic cats. And whereas... Isn't the Sphinx cat technically hypoallergenic? They're, they're just like less... Whereas like, like Nikki is just like nothing. There's like no dander or what? I don't know how it works. I don't give a shit. But yeah, yeah Nikki, I can just rub on my face. It's totally fine. But any every cat I've been exposed to has gotten me a little bit. Yeah. So we'll see. But this one's a calico. And apparently calicos are not so bad. And this apartment's really nice. So I might just go for it. Fuck. Go not have for cats. it. How many days is it? Ten days. Oh, okay. so you know it's like a long time to not you know be able to breathe. I mean, I'm guessing like the cat's not rubbing itself like all over. To everything. be fair, yeah, they stay away from the the bedroom. But yeah, I, I messaged the person. I was like, oh yeah, and I was like, yeah, she pretty much goes everywhere. I'm like, oh okay, all right, well yeah, yeah okay. But yeah, man, I'm fucking, I can't wait to go to New York. Holy shit, I can't wait. When is this again? Uh, end of May. This is the New York Florida trip, right? <laughs> yes, great. Um, yeah, dude, and it's like I haven't even planned anything yet. I mean, I guess I should find a place to stay first, but like, um, yeah, I was telling the, I was telling my friend the other day. I was just like, man, I'm just looking forward to kind of just being a New Yorker again. <laughs> I slip into that mode. The last time I went to New York, I got off a train with a friend from Connecticut, and um, sorry, we got we got off the bus um, um with a friend from Connecticut. And we were just talking about how, like, oh, man, New York's so, like, so much busier than Boston. And it's so much, like, you know, more hectic because yeah. we went to school in Boston. Yeah, together. yeah. Um, Harvard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every time it says Boston, they just mean, no, he doesn't. Anyway, yes, your friend from Berkeley. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, she mentioned something about, like, um, she doesn't love the crowded areas because there's always crazy people around. And I was like, nah, it's fine. Like, you run into, like, maybe, like, w- like one every other day or something. <laughs> okay. And then literally almost on cue, like, this man comes walking towards us, bug-eyed. Oh, dear. And growling. Oh, shit. Yeah, like a demon. <laughs> <laughs> where were you guys? Like, where in New York were you guys? We got off, like, around Times Chinatown? Square. Chinatown? Oh, okay. We okay. got off around Times Square. Port Authority. Like, yeah, the bus station there. Yeah. Um, That'll do it. That's a pretty fucking crazy place. Yeah, but literally, like, like two minutes like off the bus. Like a sitcom. Yeah, like two minutes off the bus, it's just like this guy going, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, let's walk quickly. <laughs> walk quickly, eyes forward, <laughs> hold to your bags tight. Uh, yeah. I wonder how much Asian racism I'm going to get. Probably you keep a track. not much. It's New York. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's it's, it's post-Trump New York but and, so, and Florida. But there's so many Asians there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But you still, know? though, they really still blame us for the fucking virus. At least I'm not Russian. That's what I'm I saying. don't believe that because that's what I hear in the news. Right. And Ergo, fake news. No, it's just that historically what I see in the news rarely ever reflects what I feel on the ground. Fair enough. Like the, the closest thing I experienced to like my view of a place through the news meeting the expectation in real life was like literally the same month that Trump got elected in mm-hmm. 2016. Mm-hmm. 16? Yeah. Yeah, 16. Um, and I went to uh, uh, California in that same month. And then I kind of felt this immediacy of like a reaction. But like, other than that, you really, it's its just, you know, there, there's no way that that the news is presenting what life is really like. They're presenting a very specific... Cases, you know? They're, they're presenting yeah. a very specific part of society or they are presenting like, you know whatever was a popular story last week and yeah. they need to run it again we'll just see, with man. a different flavor. If I get hate-crimed, you're going to feel like shit. Eh, I don't know if I'll feel like shit. Well, that's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think you'll be okay. Don't I'm worry. Sure don't great. worry too much. What uh, honestly, this is like the f- funny thing is like I actually am wor- I'm just worried about getting fat again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's right, a long ass trip. I mean, I'm, ch- I'm, I'm legit on vacation. I think you kind of need to give yourself that space. It's a timing thing, though. It just sucks that like just okay. Uh, just just remember how you feel right now. That's true. Distill that feeling Arr. of that addiction to Ooh. to movement and sweat, um, and, and and just just remember it. Just somehow like. Just, just listen to this episode when you get back <laughs> from the U.S. and remember how good it felt to 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 be in your current state. No, I want to at least not. I want to like not gain weight or like not gain too much weight. Honestly, that'd be cool. I already looked at boxing gyms in New York because that's like whoa. It's like you know, fucking not yeah. You can go either. find like Freddie Roach or some shit. Yeah, dude, he's yeah. in L.A. Same thing. Yeah, but yeah, Gleason's gym in Brooklyn. Apparently, I was looking at this place. Uh, Jackie Gleason, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's a place that's literally under the Brooklyn Bridge. I'm like, that's so legit. Yeah. I'm kind of intimidated, but mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be good to keep going. Nice. I'm, I'm bringing my boxing gloves, that's for sure, which is weird. But luckily, I get two check-in bags, so. Why do you have to bring... They have gloves at the gyms. <laughs> they don't have my gloves. Yeah, I, I know, know, but like gloves like are big and chunky, and you can you can fit like three jeans in the space of two gloves. I can just stuff it with socks. You fine. Know? So it's like a, fine. another container. Fair enough. You can use it as a, as a neck pillow or something. Yeah. Um, or you know, if the terrorists like are hijacked the plane. Just yes, if you have a terrorist attack, cover your 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 fist with a pillow and then hit. <laughs> no, <laughs> hit I'm them. Use, no, I would have to use my pillow if I didn't bring my boxing gloves. Yeah. As in, I'm yeah. calling the boxing gloves effectively as covering your fist with a pillow. I mean, but then you can punch with like less restraint. You know, I want to be like, oh, I broke my fingy. Right. Otherwise. Yeah, bare knuckle boxing is a whole other. That's have a whole you other ever animal. done that? No, I have yeah, not. I, the closest crazy. thing I've gotten to bare knuckle boxing was for a while when I was training boxing, like a couple years ago. I would regularly punch a wall to get my knuckles um, more callous. Okay. Yeah. So like, it seems it's it's still there. It's like it's still a little bit on like the right one, but the left one's kind of got. Did they recommend shit. you to do this, or instead were they like, no, I just knew that it, I just knew it was a thing that you can do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even punching a bag without, even like punching a heavy bag without my gloves is like an, annoying. No, man. It's like you kind of, wait, which hand is the hardest? Yeah, the right one. So like. Compared to. <laughs> we're punching the floor. Who's who? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, well, now not so much. But there, w- there was a time where I would regularly like go at a wall or, or like just like kind of. Bamboo tree. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, bit by bit, it just kind of like the, the, the nerves die. And <laughs> There's also no such thing as a bamboo tree. I just caught myself. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's crazy. Um, I'm excited for you to go to New York. I'm excited for you to whenever and you go on your fucking holiday. I think I might go to uh, Mel- Melbourne in, in April, but we'll Do see it. how that goes. Um, speaking of New York and cats and... Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber? And, and, and uh, fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you about those New York fighting cats? <laughs> Have you seen Batman? <laughs> <laughs> no, I still haven't seen it. You haven't seen Batman? I was supposed to watch it before we recorded this, but yeah, oh, no, I have not. What is wrong with you? Okay. Because I've seen it twice now. I'm not going to watch it a third time. That's I'm okay with that. I'm not going to spend nine hours of my life <laughs> watching a Batman. lot of the Batman. <laughs> Fuck. But, um, yeah, sorry. No, sorry for not watching it. Yeah, can you talk about it, though? I wanna, I'm curious. Yeah, I guess. I just haven't had just, time just, to. Just for the... You know why? Because I'm too much boxing too much. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Just, just to, you know... Uh, stay relevant, I guess. I can I can get into non-spoilery territory about sure. it. Sure, but um, I 
you guys know this. I'm a huge fan of like detective stories, murder mysteries, that whole kind of thing. If 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 a if a plot of a movie or a TV show has like Dark. An, has like an unraveling mystery at its center with time travel and Germans, like a who done it kind of situation. When did they do it? I am all in. I am like so so in, and effectively, this is what this whole movie is. Like, isn't the Riddler? Wasn't it the Riddler? Didn't the Riddler yeah? So do the Riddler, it? the Riddler is like a like the Riddler is like a like a the main villain. Yeah. So it's not not so much who done it, but like you know, just like the unfolding of a mystery. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and this this was like a whole detective story about. It. I'm trying really hard not to spoil too much. Yeah, sorry, but um, but yeah, I was talking to some friends. Sorry, I yeah. just interrupt you. I I've been talking. I was talking to some friends who watched it, and they were like, "I don't get it. It, I, it was a detective movie. I'm more into Batman for the action." I'm like, mm. you know, DC stands for Detective Comics, and de- the detective they're talking about is Batman. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> like if anything, what, all the movie Batman have not for? had District, District of Columbia, Columbia <laughs> comics. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. blame them. Yeah. Um. Yes, it was the most detective-y Batman story yet. Yep. But oh man, I'm struggling really hard Sorry. not to. Um, actually, okay, I'm I'm gonna go into like light. I'm okay with like light like, a, like a dusting of That's spoilers. Fine. It is a detective story. Batman is solving mysteries with like clues and making connections and doing the whole Sherlockian thing yep. of like Ooh, nothing. Blah, blah, blah. But what I really enjoyed about it was that, you know, like, I don't think this is a secret, but this version of Batman is fairly new. Mm-hmm. Like, Robert Pattinson is playing, like, a very Year two adolescent Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yes. So, I really loved how, throughout the movie, they kept it grounded in the sense that he was not some, like, perfect I can do everything oh. and solve everything and know everything. That's he, cool. Like, it was it was a rocky journey. I'll just mm-hmm. say that. That's all I'll say. It's not flawless, Batman. It's a bumpy. It's a bumpy ass road that he's on. Nice. And I appreciated that very deeply. Um, In my head now, he's just like, and the murder was you. Uh, no, actually, uh, <laughs> real solid alibi. It's like, oh, okay. What I meant was. <laughs> oh, by the way, did Robert Pattinson put on a weird voice? He had a voice. Damn! Why did always oh, okay? Uh, that, that's all I'll cool? say. I won't. Okay. I won't spoil the voice. <laughs> what if he's just British Batman? <laughs> no, the, he he does do a voice, but it's just it's not as extreme as Christian Bale's. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Just the thought of just Arb Pat's just using his regular voice. Yeah. It's me. I'm <laughs> Batman. That was terrible. There is some behind the scenes footage of him like speaking like he does in real life and in the Batman suit, and it's extremely. Um, so, oh dear! Did I hit you? There's a huge cognitive dissonance happening sure. there because you just see like Batman is like, yeah, we're doing that again. Yeah, all right then. Oh, all right, back to one. <laughs> back to one. Then. Anyway, what? Um, someone wet my sweat. Uh, anyway, I keep hearing this. Ter- I've heard this term from multiple people now. Yeah. That this version of Batman, the word they come up with most to describe him is emo. Is that correcto? Apparently, um, it's a lot to do with the hair as well. Well, yeah. Okay. This again. This isn't spoilers, but um, I mean, it, to me, it makes complete sense. He's not his been Batman died. for very long. Um, uh-huh. he is. En- yeah, his parents died. He's engaging in nightly beat 'em ups. <laughs> you know, 
I'd be pretty sad. <laughs> like, I'd be pretty, like, down in the dumps. Just Batman's like, they killed yeah. my dad. Like, it's the, the whole, the whole like, Bruce Wayne being, like, a suave kind of, like, hey, like, I'm Bruce Wayne. That kind of, like, character. Um, that doesn't come till, like, sorry, what was I was going to say. That is an act. That is very yeah. much an act that yeah. Bruce Wayne develops over time. Yeah. And to me, I felt like it was a very natural progression of things that in the early days, he just hasn't figured out how to, you know, split him himself sure. up yet. Sure, sure, sure. Like, to him, the separation stops at mask, eye black. That's it. Yeah. By the way, first Batman to actually have the, yeah, eye, the black eye black with the mask off. Mm. They first showed that one. in the trailers. They showed that in the trailers. Yeah. They Is never... the first one? Yeah, first one. Christian Bale didn't even have that. Huh. What do you know? Yet... Every single Batman has had the eye black when they're wearing the the the, the suit, cowl, yeah. the cowl. But once they take it off, it's gone. Huh? Yeah. This yeah. is the first one that maintained that continuity, and it stays on his eyes. Hi, right, cool. I appreciate that. Um, okay. So okay. Okay. Without spoiling yes. too much, did they give an indication of how this fucking fits with whatever the fucking DC cinematic universe is right now? Like. Is this? Does oh, no, he I, grow I think, up into Batfleck? I, I, like? I think just ben to. Fleck? I think just to. I mean, first Fleck. of all, if I answer that question, that would be a huge spoiler. But right. I think. But I think it is not spoiling, and it's not. If anything, it would. It would. Uh, 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 what do you call it? It would enhance your experience if I just tell you that this is a its own story. Yeah, this yeah. is its own story. Don't expect any like tie-in, or maybe there is. I don't know. But just, I'm just saying, don't. It's not. That's not what they're trying to do here. Fair. They're just trying to tell a story. Okay. And it's a self-contained, this is the world that we're setting up. Um, I really thought it was interesting that it was as long as it was. Yeah, three hours. Th- two, yeah, it's like two hours, 57 two or hours something 50 like that. Something, yeah. um, I find it super fascinating because <laughs> mm-hmm. like the last few movies that DC has released have always ended up with the fans yelling at them going, release the Snyder Cut! Release the Ayer Cut! All these things. Yes. And I think for the first time they were like, nah. Cut this g- down a bit! <laughs> I think they wanted to just be like, y'all, this is the cut. Which, by the way, Matt Reeves is like one of my favorite directors. Mm-hmm. Going off of what, I mean, actually, what he, did he do anything else besides the Apes movies that he's famous for? But yeah, I rewatched Planet of the Apes not too long ago. Great. That new modern trilogy. It's Great cool. trilogy. So good. A, a much better trilogy than it ever had any business being. It mm-hmm. had no business being mm-hmm. that good, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Um, but yeah, uh, three-hour movie. I, I think I saw an interview where Matt Reeves says that there is no director's cut. This is the cut. I believe him because it's very packed. Is it even cut? But... I'm happy to report that it didn't feel like three hours. That's good. And I've seen it twice. Okay, I gotta go check it out. Better thing is on my second watch, I kind of dug it even more. Nice. Which is wild because um, this is fairly standard for me uh, in the recent years. Whenever a huge movie comes out or a movie that I'm really excited for, be it like a Spider-Man or an Mm -hmm. Avengers Mm -hmm. level Mm kind of movie, I will watch it twice. I will watch it at least twice within the same week. For sure. Because I will always rush to watch it the first, like, the moment it's out. And then, like, inevitably two, three days later, my friends go, like, I want to watch it. I'm like, yeah, sure. You know? So I'll watch it multiple times. Every single one of those movies on the second watch, I am asleep. Oh, really? I'm other way around. I always enjoy it more the second time. Yeah, but for some reason, on the second time for Spider-Man, second time for... Yeah, well, you're just constantly sleep as well. So. <laughs> second time for... What was another <laughs> big movie that came out that I watched? I can't remember. 
But but you no no it's you are consistent. Yeah. So the second time I watch it, I'll always fall asleep for a fat ass chunk in the middle, mm-hmm. just out like a light, and then I'll wake up like close to the the the, the big boss fight at the end. Um, but weirdly for this one, despite it being three hours long. Like I was just conscious, dialed in even more than 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 the first time. It's great, and it was a m- significantly more rewarding watch, which I am so enamored with because I realized that oh, this movie was made like this. Like the, watched it a second time, didn't fall asleep. Nathan Artona. <laughs> like this 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 movie was made for the purposes of rewatching because of all of the little the twists and turns and detective mysteries. Fuck, that now I kind of want to watch it tonight. Yeah, you got yeah. to. I got class, but I'll just do it. Afterwards. Find like, find like a 1030 showing, leave the cinema at one thirty AM. But, um, yeah, highly recommend. I'm sure you've seen it by now, except you, John. Um, Jeez. it is I'm one d- of this my just, just goes to show how burned I am by the, by the DC EU or extent. Yeah. DC universe. Did you think it was going to be bad? That's why you didn't watch it. No, I guess I just subconsciously wasn't that psyched for it. Oh, like I was. I told Nathan, I was like, "Oh, it's out already." I wasn't even like counting down the days. It was just right. Like, oh, right. I mean, I wasn't counting down ah. the days, but the moment I found out it was out, I was like, "I need." I'm finding a way to watch this like ASAP. Right. So I caught like a 10:30 p.m. showing. Nice. <laughs> um, but it's just really nice and refreshing to see like a new iteration of the of the character uh-huh. that didn't feel like. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't feel weird. I feel like every iteration of Batman we've had <laughs> I mean, I, I, in I, recent years, there's always something really weird about them. Like, Batfleck was like... I like Batfleck. Look, Batfleck was cool in some bits, but there were also lots of bits that were just weird. Like, that's too many jokes. That's because of Joss Whedon. Yeah, I know, but like, yeah. it's still... Yeah. Too still, many still jokes. Still still thing. Weird Martha thing. And then Christian Bale's Batman is like, why do you sound like that? <laughs> yeah, can someone can just nail it? And then George Clooney had nipples. And then Val Kilmer was Val Kilmer. And then you know, yeah, it's it, there's always there was he always was like <laughs> there was always something like a bit strange about about like all the movie Batman's. That's why I think a lot of people or, or a lot of true Batman fans tend to think that Kevin Conroy is the Batman. I mean, you yeah, know? Um, I mean, he has the advantage of being animated, so that is but true. I feel that. Um, but this was the first time I've seen a movie Batman slash Bruce Wayne yeah. character yeah. that felt like really true to the character that's cool yeah true to the character like you didn't uh how do i not okay i don't think this is a spoiler i just buried that's fine at no point does he does does he like brutalize someone and then you think like that person's dead okay you know (laughs) i feel like i feel like that's always something that because i'm 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 a stickler for these kind of details and almost all the batman movies are the last few it's like yep that guy's dead that guy's dead <laughs> that guy's dead batman does not kill what the fuck is happening yes. that guy's dead and in this movie i feel like they were making a conscious effort to like let us know that like this this guy's not about that life not killing and he's detecting they're, they're really <laughs> good for comic accurate batman which is yeah, like, but like it's wild that. to think that like these are things that i know about the character yeah. but when i think about it it's rarely been portrayed in like the very popular movies that have come out in the last two decades yeah, yeah. Does he does he swing from a fucking thing? Does he do that? Does he do Spider Man? Does he Spider Man? A little bit. He does a little grappling hook. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, man, that's comics accurate. <laughs> he does a grappling hook a few times. I want to see a montage where he like he's like learning how to do it. It's like, oh damn it, I missed. Mm. It's like, oh, I released too early. Um, I will say that this is also one of my absolute favorite portrayals of Gotham. Oh yeah, it is. It's not just Chicago. It is. Mi- Isn't it supposed to be New York? 
Yeah, but like, uh, sorry. In the in Nolan, it was just Chicago. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> they didn't even draw that art. But as in, like, as in, like, Gotham City is supposed to, to be, be York, like eighties yeah, New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like gangs and shit. But um, yeah, this one felt like that. <laughs> that is a good <laughs> it point. Felt though. like that. So like, I guess, I guess like Gotham is meant to be like the Lower East Side, yeah. and then like Metropolis is like Midtown. <laughs> What's Metropolis supposed to be? I don't know, but they literally have a location here called uh, Gotham Square Garden. So, you yeah, know, that they're, makes sense. They're not they're not hiding the fact that they're they're um, like and similar basketball similar teams for each other. The mix, which is very racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I because I, I remember going to New York the when Lankies. I was quite young in the early nineties. Yep. And I believe that was already when, like, the, like the transition was already happening. Like, Cuomo was already cleaning up New York City then. Yeah. Um, Giuliani, technically. I mean, you have to give him credit. Oh, fuck. Sorry, sorry, Giuliani. My bad. Yeah. Not, not Cuomo. Uh, my bad. Yeah. Like, he was already cleaning up New York City in the, in the early 90s. But I did manage to catch a short glimpse, even though I was very young, of, like... Scary New York. Scary, like... You know, yeah, just like yeah. you can imagine, like Oswald Cobblepot, like walking down the street in a dark alley, that <laughs> and someone, kind of and New someone York. growling at you. Yes. yes, like when I was very young, I did catch a glimpse of that New York, and of course, you know, uh, that version of New York also popped up a lot in a lot of like movies, eighties yeah. and nineties sure. movies. Sure. I don't know why the first one that comes to mind is Teenage Home Mutant Alone. Ninja Turtles, okay, yeah. but it is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, but that that grimy like dark city has always been so ingrained in my I like mm-hmm. you know just it's 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 a very real place in my head because mm-hmm. I've seen it I've sort of I've been there and I just thought that they portrayed it so 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 well cool I'm in this movie like what the fuck like when I think about it it feels like a real place mm-hmm. although it kind of feels just like New York and also another thing beyond this isn't really a story detail but more on a technical level, I was amazed with like how they were able to essentially make this movie throughout COVID, but you don't sense that they had any There's problems no at all. awkward social distancing. Not that I could tell. There's no trained people wearing masks. Not that I could tell. Fucking Matrix. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Not that I could tell. Like, like, I don't know how they shot it, but I know they shot they a lot of this break, movie. They took a break, right? They were one of those ones that like started and had to stop in the middle. I think so, yeah. Yeah, our Pat's got COVID. That's yeah, right. Yeah, our Pat got COVID. Yeah, but yeah. like, a lot of it just seemed like COVID never happened. That's so cool. I, I don't know how they did that. I would love to see some behind the scenes of how they got around they that. Cheated. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, fuck it, it's Batman. Yeah, fuck it. Um, Try to stop us. <laughs> so that was like a cool little like side detail. Like huh. I didn't think about it till like more than like an hour and a half into the movie because you know you have a lot of time to think about other things while you're watching yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah, of course. So at some point I was like, oh yeah, they shot this during COVID, but yeah. how? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, are they just all CGI people? Is that what's happening? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> one person walking, carry, the other, they're carrying a dummy. You never know what they can do these days. It's wild. Yeah, it's wild. And uh, actually, which is funny because um, you posted an Instagram photo of my ad. Was that in Plaza Sing, by the way? That was, was in it? Somerset MRT. Whoop, oh, that's so near me. I'm gonna yeah. go check it out. Um, yeah, and I was like, someone posted. A friend of mine actually posted. Was like, how is the beer staying in his glass? And I was like, ah, CG. <laughs> was th- it, was I, it I an think. empty glass? I think. I think. Were you shooting with an empty glass? Hello. Oh, yeah. What's up? Uh, do you know where the angle grinder? It should be in the shopping cart uh, in the room. No. Okay. Was it an empty glass? So we did a couple versions. Hold on. Oh, okay. 
Okay. That's better. That's in an empty glass. We did a couple versions where literally I had to like strike a pose with a Guinness in my hand. Then they were like, don't move! Don't move! And then they had to like remove the glass and make right. it that I didn't empty. It, they had to do all this shit, so. Yeah, product shoots are always like a headache. Yeah. Because it's like so you got to hold it at the right angle, especially if they're lighting in a specific way. And yep. if you hold it at the wrong angle, then the, there's reflection on the packaging. It's like it's... turn it counterclockwise and then you barely move. Like, too much! <laughs> I'm like, I don't Fuck. <laughs> But it is what it is. Yeah, it always just makes me wonder, like, why not just CGI? Like, uh, why not just? I mean, well, not CGI, don't try to but take Photoshop. away our work. But no, yeah. no, as in, like, just hold out your empty hand, put it in in post. That's basically what they did. But they had to like shoot it in such a way that they can do that and make it look legit, basically. Right. But right, yeah, right, that's what right. they did. Right. Um. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys see me around town, take a photo, say hi. When's St. Patrick's Day? This it's a, this is a Guinness ad for St. Patrick's yeah. Day, by the way. That March twenty five. Is it? I'm not sure. Hey, hey Siri, when's St. Patrick's Day? Have you ever said? Do you? St. Patrick's Day is on Thursday, the seventeenth of March, twenty twenty-two. Seventeen March. His, his watch just yeah, talked. My watch is loud. Yeah. Good speaker. Um, I have never celebrated St. Patrick's Day. Not really. Yeah. I celebrated once. I celebrated St. Patrick's Day. But you don't drink. I mean, it's not. It's not even an Irish holiday. It's just a drinking. Yeah, holiday. I know. But I celebrated it once. Yeah. I was on a friend's trip to Hong Kong. What? Like <laughs> this was like close to a decade ago. Okay. It was like after army, and I Hong went Kong. on a f- on a friend's trip to Hong Kong. Okay. And um, on our last night there, it was St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. and. On St. Patrick's Day over there, like the streets get pretty wild because you know Hong Kong, huge expat yeah, culture, former British all colony, that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but St. Patrick's Day, it gets pretty, it gets pretty lit, you know, on the streets over there. And I was adamant to my friends, like, it's our last night here. We need to go out and like yeah. experience this St. Patrick's Day in uh, Simstrasbury or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't remember exactly where, but um. Yeah, went out with the expressive purpose of wanting to go out, see it, and drink. Okay. I don't even know fucking why. Um, but yeah, the night ended for me. Uh, 9.30? No, the night, the night ended for me uh, with me like puking on the street <laughs> and like taking the longest shower of my life. <laughs> because I just, I was To rethink your miserable. options? I just felt re- physically unable to move. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think it was... Actually, I think I've seen photos of this event. Yeah, it was one Heineken and one champagne. Oh, I didn't even drink Irish stuff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch thing and a French thing. You didn't even have a Guinness? You're supposed to have a Guinness. I know, but like... Who... who it's, I don't understand the taste of Guinness. Guinness is delicious. Yeah? But it's weird because, I mean... Of, well, you have to like say coffee. that. You're, you're a shill. Nah. I was quite happy that it was Guinness. I'm like, I like Guinness. It tastes like coffee, don't you think? It has like coffee notes. It has coffee notes, but it also tastes a bit like blood to me. That one I've never heard. Yeah? It like has metallic-y? like a... It has like, like a... Like a... Like a... You know, just like a very... It blood. feels like <laughs> what blood smells like-ish, almost. It feels like what blood smells. I know that's iron, but like it's not iron that I'm describing. Right. It's 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 it's. Is it the heme? Are you talking about the heme? Maybe maybe it's like the thing that they use to imitate the flavor of fish guts. What? Yeah. Who's they and why are they doing that? The Guinness people, because Guinness used to have fish guts in it. Then they stopped doing that because they wanted their beer to be vegan. Oh, I did not know that. See, you learn stuff every yeah, day. I might have made that up completely, but like I'll I'll I'll, I'll just cross reference that real quick before I 
get charged for misinformation. Fair enough. But I just think that ad is so fucking funny. If you guys have seen it, it's like <laughs> it's like one of those. The whole the whole campaign is like get your friends together and have Guinness with you know, four friends, five of you go out there, and like everyone in this ad. Like I'm the fifth person, you know, of five people, mm-hmm. and everyone in this ad is so fucking good looking, <laughs> and I'm just a doofus in the corner, squinting with my smile eyes and have a stupid hat on and just using my fucking fatness to its full advantage. But it's just very funny. Like legit, I looked at the, I looked around. And I'm like, you guys are very fucking good looking. <laughs> I feel very left out here. But I like to I like to bring they're, balance. They're, they're, they're good looking in a different way. You're you're thinking of a very uh, uh, narrow worldview right now you know yeah i don't know yeah. but like they you know how they do that thing where like okay we're gonna get this kind of person this kind of person that kind of brother and then like like the two girls like one was super gorgeous in one way and someone was super gorgeous in another way like they had different vibes i can say that because one's your girlfriend it's fine and like it was just like everyone here is so good looking <laughs> it was annoying and i was just watching the playback i'm like Ugh. but yeah it's a cool ad. I dig it. It was a fun shoot as well. Yeah, check it out. Uh, back to the, 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 the fish guts the fish update. Guts. Okay, so for the past two centuries, um, an obscure bit of fish product has been hiding in Guinness. Obscure. It bit is of called Isinglass. Isinglass. Ah, that's where fucking Saruman's from. Yeah, Isengard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a gelatin derived from fish bladders, usually taken from the sturgeon, and it is used to filter and clarify the ale. It ensures the yeast separates from the liquid. Huh. And back in 2017 That's or 16, it? they stopped doing that. They stopped for, They stopped that crazy pretty recently. five years ago? Yeah, pretty recently. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, because, you know, veganism. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, maybe it's that. Maybe it's, like, whatever they're using to recreate that flavor. It just weirds me It tastes like out. blood to you. It tastes like... It just tastes like, like a meat, almost. Uh. <laughs> in a weird way. Wait, wait. You said after army, right? So this would have been before 2017. Yeah. So maybe it was just the fish guts. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But also like, yeah, I can I can appreciate a Guinness with like a pot roast maybe because like that they make sense together. Yeah. yeah like yeah. the meatiness of it. But you know, I just don't want my drinks to taste like meat. Huh. But I do understand that this is a very specific point of view. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious if anyone has ever experienced that as well because because <laughs> to me Guinness just tastes like coffee, like sweet coffee. Mm, what are the notes in there? Just toasted bread. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it, Guinness. I'm pretty sure I've lamented multiple times on this show how I uh, wish you could drink. Yeah, yeah I wish Sad. I could drink. I wish I could get drunk. I wish I could uh, use that as an escape. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to be an alcoholic only because it is widely available and people don't judge you that hard. You know, like. <laughs> Fair enough. Seems like it, at least. Yeah, like, if enough. anything, if anything, people are very r- ready to enable drinking. Yeah, if anything, they're like, let's go get fucked up. That's a fun thing I'm not super into. Like, let's go get fucked up. I'm like, no, let's have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> was there ever a, a phase in your life where that was, like, the modus operandi? Yeah, when I was, like, 16, like, high school right. in the Philippines. But even then, was that you or was that up? just, like, your friends and then you tag along, like, okay, I'll get fucked up? Yeah, probably more the other thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Because like, I know for sure that like that was what when I was when I was growing up in 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 secondary school and going to clubs illegally and JC and army and all that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like my, a lot of my friends like like they they liked going to clubs. Like they were part of that whole you know culture. I mm-hmm. guess like go to clubs and do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But 
and I'm not sure if this was just my friends. I believe it's more people than I think. I think it's like quite a lot of people that do this. But what they end up doing is they go to the club, they sit at the table, and they just plow themselves with alcohol until they feel uninhibited enough to start dancing. It's a real Singaporean thing. Right, Must like it—it—it it, it essentially felt like there were there was no fun had until everyone was like way too fucked to have any sense of perception. Yeah, that's not good. And like it, it felt, and and they were doing that regularly. And the day after, the morning after, they would always just say, "Oh, I'm never going out again." And I'm like, "Y'all are fucking living in a weird inception cycle right now." Because I don't know what the fuck is. I literally like, and I don't know why. I I guess because I wanted to like you know just be a good friend or fit in or whatever. But I would go. And it would inevitably always just be exactly that. Uh-huh. Go to the club, sit down, and essentially just wait for them to get fucked up enough to like Jager want bombs. to do something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, anything. Like, just... Like, that was the the, the sport of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, shoving drinks down people's throats till they just get way too fucked up. And, man, I... It's insane to think that, like there's people out there right now doing exactly that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just don't understand it as a lifestyle, but I guess people, they have different, differing levels of inhibition and maybe they just have to cut loose in a different way or they just need a bit more help cutting loose, you know? You you think it's also like something about like lifestyles, like where we're like more, uh, I'm guessing your friends, they've evolved into like bankers and accountants and shit. Yeah, so they walk that line. It's just that the way that I saw it, and I I, I think I'm half right at least, um, is that they just needed a bit more help losing inhibitions. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed going to clubs to dance, and I am fortunate enough to have less inhibitions than the average person. Exactly. So I literally just step through the door, hear a good song, go dance. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's like you and I are just naturally less inhibited. And like, maybe just people want to be like us. (laughs) And they need chemicals to do that. <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I just, I don't miss those days. Nope. If there's any of you out there that are uh, facing the same situation, you don't have to go. You know, yeah. you you can opt out. <laughs> you can totally opt out. But like, or just yeah. go, or just go to the dance floor yourself and dance. Fuck them. They'll join you eventually. I mean, you can't dance now because well, that is times. true. And clubbing is a concept yeah. at this point. Exactly, but, yeah. a vague memory. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, where people would be like, "Let's go get fucked up," I'd be like, "Let's have as reasonable amount to you know have to relax and let's have oh, great conversation." Oh, no, dude, dude, dude. I, I fully, That's I fully chance. support like the 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 need to get fucked up. I fully support the uh, the the. I don't know, dude. When was the last time you walked through fucking Clark Key on a Friday? It's, it's pretty gross. Well. Okay, but I, I fully support the need to get fucked up, and I fully support like the the impetus to get fucked up and all that. I think everyone needs an escape. It's it's it's. Sure. I'm not judging them for that. Sure. It's just that like you don't have to get fucked up to have fun as well. Yeah. You know, I get the getting fucked up part to kind of like you know just forget about the week or you know relax. Leave your. Brain but like for it a while. felt like at least when I was growing up that people needed to get fucked up in order to get to that next level mm-hmm. of like I am having fun. When really you know those two steps they're not. It's it's not, not one after it's, it's not one after the other. Yes. You know, you can have fun, and then like on a and then also get fucked up after. Like, yeah, I, don't no, know. I feel that. I feel you know that. What I'm saying? Yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah. But, but I yeah, I, I feel do. like a lot of your demons are coming. Like your teenage demons are coming out in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to talk about my weight, and also by the way, you don't have to drink to have fun. 
No, but to be fair, these are thoughts that pass nah. through my head every day. So, sure, you know, fair, 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 fair. Yeah, like, <laughs> I could talk about this any day of the week, really. Just to bring it full circle, you know what thought I've been thinking about lately? Like, what? Maybe I'm, like, a little, a little too, into like, sci-fi land, but, like, what if, like, there's, like, real, like, long-term debilitating fucking um, issues with having COVID? <laughs> like everyone's fine for like we're fine it's great and then all of a sudden fucking our head like our, our, we grow a third limb or some shit fifth just, limb just, just fuck it we all just die like that's that's the next movie like everyone who got COVID dies that's fine or or everyone who who didn't get COVID dies eh? yeah it could be that way the key word there that brings me comfort is everyone if everyone goes through the same thing a part of me is kind of not excited is the wrong word but I feel less scared because sure. it's like this is a collective experience and we're going to process this together and that makes me excited just for like the prospect of that and like what that can do for us as human beings yeah I was disappointed over COVID didn't really work out the way that you'd think but hmm, I don't know I don't know I just I, that's just where my brain goes like what if like two years from now someone snaps and all of a sudden everyone who got COVID like can't smell again right like, what's happening man Oh right, so you're you're going like real hard sci-fi, like, maybe not that hard. Like but someone, like, like someone activates like the COVID gene uh, thing. It uh, and everyone COVID sixty six exactly, and everyone with like a COVID uh, uh, COVID chromosome, yeah, <laughs> yep, what yep. you call it, <laughs> um, in their body, it gets activated yes. by some weird uh, 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 radar signal electromagnetic signal. And then we all become Trump supporters or something. Or we just, or it's like a Suicide Squad style bomb that just explodes in, inside us. Yeah. And our insides rupture and then it's like a why the last man kind of like. That's what I'm saying. It's like a why the last man kind of like apocalyptic just flash That's snap extinction. Like what would be more de- more devastating? We lose everyone that got COVID or we lose everyone that didn't lose, co- didn't get COVID? I mean, I know what camp I fall into but I'm, you know, biased. Well, let me put it this way. What makes a more interesting story? <laughs> I mean, more there, there's more people. Like, the population not. is larger. As in like, yeah, there's more people that didn't get it than have got it, I right? I think so. I would imagine. Although in Singapore, it's kind of hard to tell. It's uh, hard to tell. Yeah, I don't know. Because we have like, what, like close to 6 million people? How many people have gotten COVID in Singapore? Yeah, so but far? you don't even count the people in the Omicron wave who, like, like yourself, didn't get a PCR. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... But yeah, it's wild. It's just I don't know what's making me think that, but it just is. Like, what if it's all of a sudden, just like pff, we get to? Su- yeah, Nathan put it right. What if we get suicide squatted? We have eight hundred and eighty-six thousand total cases in Singapore. That's a, okay. So what do you That's think? Like one, round almost up a sixth at the of very least, round up, at, least, at the very least, round up to a million. So your question is, uh, what would be more? <laughs> yes, yeah, interesting. Be more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> if one sixth of the population died, or five sixths? Yeah. Mm, and of then course, it, five six, and they were like, "Oh God, I'm, I'm, now I'm glad that I got COVID." Because yeah. if five six of the population dies, then that is why the last man. And if one sixth of the population dies, then that's the hundred. Yeah, so pick your poison. Which TV show is it? I'm why the last man would be fifty fifty. Yeah, mm. f- fine, but you know, just in terms of similes, like what's closest? Sure. Station. Yeah. It's more Station Eleven, actually. But I anyway. don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a show on HBO. Anyway, uh, yeah, true. Either way, it sucks. Let's just let's just keep it that there's no long COVID, like super long COVID. Oh, <laughs> sneeze me! Excuse, it's sneeze me. Yeah, man. If anything, like I almost feel like bad that I didn't get like proper COVID because it's like I am part of the experience now, but like not really. Yeah, you're like a daywalker. You're like 
blade, yeah. sort of like <laughs> kind of got it, kind of didn't. Advantages of both, not, yeah. not disadvantages of both, not the advantages of yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah. like the people that truly experienced COVID, it's like I didn't truly go through it. You know, I kind of got like discount COVID, so yeah. like my experience, I I'm not in their shared experience. That's a whole. But different... I'm also no longer burdened by the anxiety that the non-COVIDs have. Right. You need a weird support group. Like, <laughs> like oh, cool. Wasn't that bad? Yeah, those non-COVIDs. Fuck them. Nah, that's right. I'm talking to you, listener. Yeah. Unless you got COVID, in the which in case you're in the club. Yeah. Yeah. Well. You can always get it again, dude. <laughs> Fingers crossed for you. Next variant. That would be wild. If this shit goes another year. Holy shit, man. <sighs> man. Like... And also, it's nuts to think that we still, in Singapore, we still haven't, like, opened up shows. Yep. Like, what the fuck is up with that? Dude. I forgot me... what performing feels like. Wait, that's not true. But, like, Ugh. I'm sure a lot of people have. Let me perform again, and then let us remove our masks outdoors, and I I will give you more time, government. But until then, I'll, I'll fucking fed I'll the fuck up. i suck Lawrence Wong's dick right now if he made shows legal tomorrow, man. Like... You, you heard it here, <laughs> folks. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's it's just like it's. Clear. I know we're a neglected part of society, yep. and like especially when shit gets real, the arts tends to be the first thing to go. I understand yep. it. I get the practicality behind it. Maybe philosophically, it's not the best move because you know uh, where, where do people flock to in hardest times in the theater? Blah, 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 blah. But anyway, um, like it's 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 just ridiculous it just feels like so it feels like extreme neglect yeah. you know like i feel like daddy left for cigarettes like, yeah. like a decade ago and we've just never seen him <sighs> he ain't coming back i don't know what to do <sighs> that said i'm performing a couple times this month. hey congrats <laughs> yeah i got some improv shows got a sketch show check us out i'll put some details up yeah should be fun but like it's it's still that still kind of weird thing where it's like People have to be spaced out. There has to be a certain distance from the audience. Blah, 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 blah. Shmash, shmash, shmash. But enough time has passed where we have seen many other places that have held not just non-social distance, but maskless non-social distance yeah. live events. And like, I'm sure that there's like ample amounts of data sets out there Honestly, right now. It's that just can... it's just timing. We're just in the we're in the middle of our Omicron wave. It's starting to dip down. If shit doesn't change once these numbers fucking flatline again, I'm gonna be I'm gonna revolt. It's just that I was hopeful that we were gonna get performing back like towards the end of last year. Yeah, you know, uh, Omicron. I mean, again, Omicron. Like if Omicron put a real fucking hamper on that, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm like cautiously optimistic. Lisa, I haven't heard much about a new variant after Omicron that's causing issues. It seems to be like it's. I'm sure if you read hard enough, you'd find it. Yeah. <laughs> Too busy researching <laughs> Ukraine, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> if you okay. if you need to find anything, you will find it guaranteed. Yeah. Um, Isn't that Rule Thirty Four? Yeah, I think that's for porn. But same right. thing, same concept. Rule Thirty Three, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, on a completely unrelated note, yeah. uh, this isn't really a recommendation. I guess it kind of is. Pseudo-recommendation. Yeah. But I just wanted to say that I have started binging Ozark. Ooh. Um, it's good. It's worth a binge. It is. It really is quite a show. I, I feel like this one is particularly bingeable because, yeah, I took a, I took the gaps and I'm like, each time it takes me a while to get back into it. Yeah. So, yeah. Where where you at now? Season one still? Three. Three. Nice. Season three is good. I just ended two. But, um, yeah, I think it was just because it was right after Breaking Bad. Sure. 
and it looked like the same show. Sure. And the elevator pitch is almost similar, except the slight twist is that the family knows. Yeah. Um, Slightly different location. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot whiter, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, the whitest, probably. Yeah. But um. Appalachia. Yeah. Very, like, just it's a it's it's a thought provoker for sure, mm-hmm. and it definitely like makes you think about like the concept of family and the concept of like you know what would you do you know the same same questions as Breaking Bad but asked differently. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I still can't get over, and I hope it's justified in a big way soon. Mm-hmm. I just hate the color grading on that show. <laughs> Like I get it. I they made get, a choice. I get that it's supposed to be that, and it's I get that it's mud. supposed to be miserable. It looks like mud. Yeah, I get that it's yeah. supposed, but like legit, some scenes are just hard to understand. Like what the fuck is happening? Because right. it is just dark with like darker green outlines, and yeah. I just don't no, know what the fuck rough. is it's happening. Rough, to be fair, yeah, yeah. Like I get that it's a choice, and it's an artistic whole thing, and it's not just you know like oh it's ugly. No, like they they did that on purpose. Right, that was not an accident. And it works in some contexts. It's just that, like, I wish it was just like a touch brighter. You just, yeah. like, just a touch, just like up the vibrancy, like, like yeah. know, just a little touch, a little contrast, just a little bit, because everyone just looks dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which maybe is the point, but like everyone just looks pallid. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I realized actually, I did come prepared for something. There's my recommendation for this week. Yeah, uh, it's been a while since we recommended a, a rival podcast. Not rival, but another podcast. But <laughs> there is this podcast um, that as soon as I heard the pitch for it, I'm like, oh my god, I feel like this podcast was made for me. So there's a podcast. It's called Dead Eyes, uh-huh. right? So it's 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 produced and like done by this one guy named Connor Ratcliffe. Rat- Ratliff? Oh, Connor Ratliffe. Yeah, Connor Ratliffe. You know him? Yeah. From where? I don't know. Okay. Ah, uh, he's a character actor. Like he's he's in some stuff. Wow. Wow. Fuck. Why is that name so familiar? Connor Ratliffe. Fabulous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. I, I would know his face. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I know this particular guy because he's a big improv performer. So when I traveled to New York, I watched him on stage probably more than anyone. He was performing in almost every evening that I went to watch a show. So I've seen him like right. a dozen times. And he's right. fucking hilarious. He's great. He's incredible. Right. Um, but in 2002 or 2003, whatever, he got a role in my favorite show of all time, Band mm-hmm. of Brothers. Like a real like tiny role. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then he got a show that I have yet to watch. Of course, but then he got fired, and he the reason he was fired he was told was that Tom Hanks, the producer and the director of the episode he was supposed to appear in, yeah. said that he had dead eyes. <laughs> so he this is a whole podcast of him trying to investigate what the fuck happened and all the other topics around it. Right, and uh, not to spoil stuff, but I think there he's like thirty five episodes in or something like that. Uh-huh. And finally, 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 this yeah. week he's getting Tom Hanks on the on the show wow. to talk about it. Okay, I'm looking at it it's now, and I know I know where I know Connor Ratliff from. I know him from the Chris Gethard show. Yep. Yes. Um, and uh, his. <laughs> He does a he does a podcast called the George Lucas podcast. Yes, yes, where he where plays, he George, plays Lucas. George Lucas, and he, he has, has made a, a few show. appearances on Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. which I follow obsessively. Yeah, and um, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's great and he's amazing. And the like, George Lucas show is kind of ridiculous, he, but yeah, he he has a real compelling story in that, like this is a real like fucking what you call it an inside out where it's like the memory is like a it's a core memory for uh-huh, him uh-huh. getting fired from fucking Band of Brothers. So uh-huh. he's such an amazing performer. 
for some, he's an American guy, but he went to school in the UK to study drama. Anyway, uh-huh. he went for this audition and he, he got it right, and then he got fired and it was traumatizing for so long mm-hmm. that he didn't start performing again until his mid thirties when he got until like his early thirties, I think it was, until mm-hmm. he got into improv. Mm-hmm. He's fucking he's great. He's one of the best improvisers I've ever seen. So it's really interesting to see his story. But like the journey is so interesting. Oh, you would like it because it's a, it's a bit of a who done it or why 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 did I get fired? Right. <laughs> so like he like talks to producers, he talks to certain actors who were in Band of Brothers. Um, some episodes are just talking to uh, other actors who went through similar things, but it's a really slick produced podcast. And it's I feel funny. like I need it's to watch Band of Brothers first before enjoying this. Not really. Like seriously, the scene he's in is like super tiny, but like only like Band of Brothers super fans would know even which character he Got was supposed it. to play. So, Got it. so he doesn't. He, he barely talks about the show itself. He does, but when he does, he contextualizes it very well. Got like it. you can dive into it and just listen. It's very fascinating. I think the it's last such a unique pitch. The last podcast I heard him on was um, uh, he was on uh, comedy bang bang comedy. No, it wouldn't be comedy bang. A side podcast of comedy bang bang. It's one of their behind the paywall right. shows, um, <laughs> where he watched the next Karate Kid. With uh, Scott Ackerman and they just talked about Sean it. Distin. Yes, they talk about the next Karate Kid starring Hilary Swank. Oh, I was gonna say, was that Will Smith's kid? Oh, Hilary Swank. No, okay, starring Hilary Swank, and then they talk about the implications and, and and like how like maybe it might be in the next Cobra Kai. Um, what? But mostly about how the next Karate Kid is a straight up ridiculous, un- unnecessary movie. I never thought about that. If fucking Hilary Swank shows up on Cobra Kai, I back in. And also weirdly. Next Karate Kid is the only Karate Kid movie I ever watched <laughs> because it's what? The, it, it was like the latest one, right? Other than the Jackie Chan, Jaden Smith one. Yeah, it was like late mid nineties, late nineties. Yeah. So that was the only yeah. one that I was old enough where it was on TV. Sure, so I watched it. Can't remember a damn thing about Me it. Neither. But I saw a few clips online recently and I was like, yeah, it's a real weird, shitty was, movie with not as much karate as you'd think there was. Was, was Pat Morita in it, or would he? Was he? Yeah, he already was, died. He already yeah, died. That Pat Morita was in interesting. It. Yeah. Huh. I'm not going to watch it. Nope. Don't That's waste your cool. time. But yeah, those are our recommendations. Sep- semi-recommendation for Ozark and uh, yeah, a hard recommendation for Dead Eyes. Yeah. Y- yeah, it's like 30 episodes. You can binge it in time. Dude, I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my God. Because like, <laughs> this whole time, it, it kind of sucks that you didn't catch it earlier. Like it was The whole time it was like, I really want to get Tom Hanks. So if anyone knows Tom Hanks, put him in touch with me. Right. And then like I think like four episodes ago, he got Colin Hanks. And I'm like, could it happen? <laughs> could this be? And then, yeah, at the end of the last episode, he's like, all right, next week, I've got a special guest. And you just heard Tom Hanks talking. I'm like, oh, he did it! He fucking did it! <laughs> so nice. I'm just very excited. Awesome. Well, I feel I feel um, a, a feeling similar to that in the sense that Ozark Season 4 Part 2 is coming out. When is it coming out again? I don't know. Because Part 1 just came out not too long ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, like, I love that I jumped on board when it's, like, nearing the end. So, like... I can jump on a little bit of this hype train and, and like the hype train is already chugging yeah. so like I can just kind of like catch up on it. Yeah. That's always nice. I don't love being like on a hype... I, I don't love being like the first few passengers in the hype train. Fair enough. Because it just feels lonely and then by the time you're <laughs> over it, like by the time people get into it, you're over it, then it's just kind of like... Eh. Fair enough. Yeah. That's like, right. like most of the fun of like getting into weird TV shows is like diving into the fandom, I feel. Yeah. That's what that's what how Reddit helps. Yeah, and uh, if you are a fandom fan slash fan fiction fan, um, going back to the Batman, there is a lot of it of the Batman. What? There's a lot of fan fiction and a lot of like fan fiction, like a lot of uh, you know, just. <laughs> There's a lot of non fan fiction. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, 
there's a lot of just these, uh, like, because we're talking about like fandom and like the 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 you idea know, of like you, you how know. I love just like getting into the fandoms. The Batman, the movie, yeah, has a very wild fandom <laughs> already. Oh, yeah. Because you have to remember that fan fiction as a concept or yeah. fan fiction as like a thing that people do was kind of popularized because of Twilight. Of Twilight, yeah. So you're saying there's a lot of like, I found you, Riddler. Oh, fuck me, Batman. I'm Paul Dano. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> and you can go find it if you're curious. That's go right. Just Google the Batman fan fiction. Um, actually, no, that's probably way too vague of a thing to... Google. Swear to me that you're the only man. <laughs> but yeah, like, like I mean, the, everyone is shipping Zoe Kravitz and Robert Pattinson, and then like shipping Paul Dano and going back and forth. Anyway, riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> Where can you tickle me that will make me most happy? <laughs> so yeah, I, do you think you're gonna catch it tonight? If 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 not tonight, tomorrow, yeah, pretty soon, <laughs> before the end of the weekend. Put it that way. And then we can do a little updatey thing on the next podcast episode. Fair enough. Eh, probably too much Batman. Bad Batman. Milch, watch more of Batman. It's the best thing. What's his name? Batman? Yeah, what's the fucking comedy banging guy? What's his name? Pete Holmes. The best thing Pete Holmes has ever done. Oh, right, 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 right. Ooh, yeah. There's a lot of... There's a lot of... You looking up the porn? It's not porn. It's well, it's written porn, I guess. <laughs> a smut, smut. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot on uh, uh, archive of our own. Archive of our own. Yes, that's a hell of a name for a fucking fan fiction website. It's kind of perfect, actually. It's kind of beautiful. It's a massive, surprisingly massive site. I'm sure. Like it's it's a, it's a it's a community that I'm not super dialed into, but my my girlfriend is because mm-hmm. she's weird like that. I guess. Well, what fan fiction does she is she into? I read a little shit ton of fucking Harry Potter fan fiction. That's how big of a fan I was. I just never understood. I just couldn't get into fan fiction. Because, like... Yeah. Some of... Mo- I mean... There's already, there's already so much, like, fiction fiction. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, the, but the cream of the cream of the cream of the cream of the crop is actually, like, well-written good stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Like, anything else, right? Um, I'm talking about, like, the point zero 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 one percent that's out there. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Some of them have gone on to become successful writers themselves. So, you know. I believe, yeah, like Stephanie Myers. <laughs> yeah, Cassandra Clare as well. Yeah, a couple of those ones. I believe she, like my my partner, she reads a lot of like. Every once in a while, like I'll ask her, and then like she'll almost always say Naruto. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought you were gonna say Naruto, and now that you said Naruto, I'm like, cool. I just don't even know much about Naruto, like proper. Same. <laughs> Same. You gotta be a real fan to enjoy the fan fiction. That's for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So you need maybe, to watch. Maybe that's it. Maybe I have never dived into. Okay. Yeah, Before I, next I, week, you have to read some dark yeah, fan yeah, fiction. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go find some dark. There's got to be some dark fan fiction. <laughs> but there's, al- just, there's already, like, questionable sex happening in it, you know? Like, how much more twisted can it get? They're already, like, fucking themselves. No one themsel- fucked themselves. Did they? Anyone? Did they? No. That's Really? In the fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Was anyone gay in that show? So, no. Yeah, no. Really? Was no one gay? Yeah, in that there, show? there was a gay guy. Uh, the uh, oh, the dad. Yeah, the, the dad. The, yeah, okay, yeah. But he never fucked himself. His loss. Mm. Which is even fucked up when you consider that his young self was played by his the actor's son. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. Check out some dark fic. And then <laughs> <laughs> back. Yeah, I'll come. I'll come back with my report. I'm, I yeah. don't know if it's going to be dark, but I'm going to just think of a few things that I'm really uh, like a very deep fan of, 
and I'm just gonna go dive into some fan fiction, and I'll come back reporting next week to let you know if my opinion on, on fan fiction has changed. Yeah, my current opinion is that I'd have none. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. I feel like Harry, like the fan fiction that was most effective for me was Harry Potter because aside from the movie, there's no visual component. Like it's a fan fiction of a novel, so it's easy to like. Oh, trick yourself is the right term because I never, I never was under the suspicion that anyone was J.K. Rowling. But right, yeah, I don't know. The little that I've read of like Buffy fan fiction, yeah, it's a little bit weird. But yeah, report back from uh, window into Winden or whatever the fuck. I'll try my best. Yeah, <laughs> dark tales. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think it's we've come to the end of this crazy little episode. Yes. Yeah. All right, listeners, thank you so much for listening in. You are the best. Uh, I like you. Yeah. Uh, Nathan likes you too. Uh, I like you more. You know who I'm talking to. I wonder if like anyone out there has written fan fiction about us. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. 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 Please don't send us. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. On that creepy, disturbing note. Yeah. Thanks for the hang. It's going to exist now. Nope. Place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.